Good morning, beloved. Today I'm going to do a story. Let's use our imagination together. Imagine sitting on the Creator's lap and holding the conversation, saying, Abba, you know, I went into the world today and there were so many people arguing about the book. As though they didn't really know your nature. Why is that? And then I was looking at you saying, Oh child, they have been conformed. The other ones have forgotten who they are. Don't you worry. Each path is different. And each path returns back unto me. If it be their will. So I said, what? What does that mean, Abba? Well, you have a will, and I have a will. Sometimes you forget my will. Discipline comes from the mind. Not from taught things. I teach from the heart. Man teaches you in the mind. And sometimes the mind gets cluttered. And the mind begins to perform the way it's been told. So you know for generations, the mind has thought of me in so many ways. That's why I'm in a, I am a personal God. Some know me from the book. And some know me on a personal level. Some have taken their time to sit with me. To notice me. To observe me. To be a seer of who I am. Some only know what they've been told through others. So I say, Father, let me not forget my function. And then I will say it. I am the function. I am the function of it all. I am the polarity and the duality because of the will. I am the highest will 
but I am it all. Sometimes I just have to be reminded who I am. Because the mind has been disciplined to know something else. So then I say, Abba, what if we declare that every obstacle be removed? And we declare that barriers and conflict and violence be removed? And we declare that all illusions and illness be removed? Would it work? You said it would work for the body that declares it. That's what a declaration is. A declaration of pure independence. Knowing who I am in this world. See, the Bible says we entertain angels. My granddaughter says, Grandmother, you know everybody is an angel. Some of us just forgot. But if we went into the sight beyond the thing that we couldn't see, everything is the presence of God. How then do we entertain the presence of God? You know that was my question. I said, even to the point you just call your father. And then Mother God steps in and says, Yes, just there's the women on the planet. I have been neglected for years, generations. Unseen. The part, the part of me that has been unseen by so many. Hmm. So I asked, well, what would you have us call you? And so I said, I accept whatever you call me because of love. I accept your conditioned mind. I accept your worldly ways. I judge them not. Because each individual is an experience for me. And I love all the experiences that I have. They teach me so much. The evidence is recorded. And though it may be the same situation, each situation has a different outcome because of the thinker. That's my operation. 
to move with your mind. So when your mind becomes Christ-like, your demonstrations become one with me. No longer one with the world. No longer entertaining the world. But you have come home. And because you have come home, it's time to throw you in a party. A little party, a little something, something. Because you remember. You remember who you are. You realize the error of your own ways. That there's no reason for conflict because of the mind. There's no reason for violence because you don't agree with someone. There's no reason for barriers because I give to you all. There's no reason to look in the mirror and not know what you see. Because the mirror is each individual. It's not mounted on the wall. The mirror is life reflected unto you. Beautiful. Beautiful, I said, and I thought that is so beautiful. And I'm so grateful to have this moment with you for you to explain these things to me. For us to have a relationship. And Source chuckles and says, well, why would I not? You are my beloved. I will always be here and I will always love you. No matter what I am, Abba. I am nurturing. I am what love is. And then I begin to cry. So Abba says, oh child, what is wrong? And I say, I've never felt love like this before. And Abba says, oh, but you have. You have experienced me in so many ways. Remember? Remember I was the stranger. Remember I was that person when you turned the corner. I was the one who told you to turn your lights on when they were off and you were driving at night. I was your neighbor that was sitting up waiting for you to get home. I was your child, giving you a hug after a whipping. 
Oh, I've been there the whole time. You were so unaware of me. And of course, I began to boo-hoo. Because so often, we forget the love that's in our face. We've noticed everything else. But what is present, and present through each and every individual right here, right now on this planet. When we drop the illusions of separation, the illness of the mind will be removed. But we cannot forget our function. Our experience becomes a different experience. Because we're choosing to release the presence of God in the body, in our own mind, in the kingdom. Because the kingdom is us. The Bible says the kingdom is in us. And God is too, as well as Christ. So Christ is the imagination, the visions, the things that God has given you to do that may scare you, but will grow you so that you become the greatest expression. of the Creator on Earth. Let this mind be in you that was also in Christ. Jesus taught us how to do it. Can we reprogram our mind to do it, is the question. Nothing is too hard for God. So often we hear, oh, but you know, it's so hard to love everybody. It's not hard to love everybody. It's easy to have sympathy for someone and empathy for someone and understanding for someone and compassion for someone. That's easy. That's a choice. Things are hard because you believe them to be. like operating in the fullness of God for the good of humanity what would that look like because see God is eternal so that means we are eternal but we want to say that we're not eternity is all there is That's like, have you ever seen how they farm trees? They cut trees down to make paper and houses and, and then the cycle of that tree's life begins again so we can do it all over again. 
Just because you cut a tree down doesn't mean it's not going to grow unless you pull up the roots. If you cut a tree down and you leave the roots, guess what? The tree will come back. So there's no end. There's only new life. When it seems like the end, greater things have begun. There's peace in that. Because though that is something that you can look back over your life and say, you know what, when I thought it was the end, it was something new happening for me. You know, that's something that you can really testify to. That there's never been an end. There's always been more. So even in transition, though the vessel is left, or the spirit in the vessel has but the spirit is still alive. It's no longer the vessel. So then how do you know? How do you know? What path? What purpose? What is the purpose of the transition? Because we understand natural balance. A lot of people believe that when one leaves, one comes. And every second of the day, somewhere on this planet, someone is being born to experience even more. That's deep. That's relationship. I realize that I'm more, that I'm loved more than I have been loving myself by the Creator. Being led by love, stepping into the oneness of God and myself, we are one. There is no lack in any situation. Not even in life, there is no lack in life. These things are the things that I'm so grateful for. that I can do so much more than I ever thought. That I have so much expectancy. I'm expecting the love of God. Just like the birds.
This is what it sounds like before the world begins. All the noise and things to do. I love this place. This thing called life. It's great. It's sweeter than, as you know, the songs, they used to sing songs, sweeter than a honeycomb. God is sweeter than a honeycomb. But then you talk to so many, that God is hellish. My God is sweeter than a honeycomb. Gives chance after chance after chance, opportunity after opportunity. Recreates us in mid-form. Brings in a new thought. Something we've never thought of. A seed that has been planted. Which only God can nurture. And as God nurtures those thoughts, they begin to grow right in our face. That's what you call beauty now. That's when you become an observer, a seer of how God really moves. You see, we have the ones of control here. You know, you observe each person for itself. Each individual. Some feeling separated from, some knowing that they're one with. And that's total awareness. Total awareness of each moment. Hey, I'm not in the future, and I'm not in the past, in a mental place. I'm in the present moment. That's total awareness. So there's no anxiety, there's no stress, there's no frustration. Everything's working out. I'm speaking my life into existence, speaking as though it is, just as the book has stated. And in every conversation, consciously doing that. That's it. To consciously be a doer of the word. Which is speak life. That's the word, to speak life. It's not hard to speak life. Life is something that grows, expands, becomes, experiences as life. Constant movement, that's what life is. 
death is almost like an end state. But even in those lower thoughts, that end, end state moment, you have the opportunity to turn yourself around in the function of your own mind and begin to think ideas of possibilities. Oh, is it possible that this right here may happen? Because all things are possible and this right here could actually happen. Yeah. Just because every atom in the universe responds to your thought. Every new thought, every atom responds to you. Be mindful. Know that we're loved. Know that the function is love and to speak life in your life and over others' lives. Father, let us not forget our function. Thank you, Jesus, for your consciousness. We thank you for this life, this experience. We thank you for our expansion, our being, our becoming, our greater. We thank you for harmony. And we thank you because you've removed the obstacles, the barriers, the conflicts, and the violence, along with the illusions and the illness from with us, because we've declared a thing in ourselves as individuals. And as leaders, we decree and declare these things over others. Calling out everything that is not of God. Everything that has been created by the world. Knowing the eternal truth of who you are. What you are. Spirit. Truth. Spirit to spirit. We walk spirit to spirit. We are not conformed to this world. Spirit to spirit. We are one with the eternal one, which makes us eternal. Spirit to spirit. I'm more than this body. Spirit to spirit. My function is love. Spirit to spirit. I am the presence. and the releasing of an unconditional consciousness, which Jesus had. Well, has. Jesus has a unconditional consciousness, just as God has, just as Latiska has, have, I have. One point I did not have, now I have. I have just become the observer. 
I am grateful to drop all the things that have conformed me to stead an eternal truth with the one 